hello, I'm Ray, and welcome to Kewow. So today's podcast episode is mostly going to be about how books and music affect, impact, and possibly improve one's mental health. I also want to say as a side note, if I'm talking a little differently or I'm pausing a lot more often, it is because I have a really bad migraine right now and um, it hurts to think and to hear the sound of my own voice. But let's get on with the episode. Okay, sorry. So in my little notes here, I have written that different sounds, notes, chords, riffs, and stuff like that can play an interesting game with the human emotion. If you listen to I Dreamed a Dream from Les Miserables, um, then you, I don't know, you just genuinely feel sad and like, oh my god. But if you, like, listen to a hype song, you're like, yeah, let's go. (laughs) Um, so music can affect your heart rate, believe it or not. If you're listening to hype music, like I mentioned, um, Oh my god, sorry, I'm dying. If you're listening to some hype music, your heart rate might speed up. And the same goes for if you're listening to calm classical music, like The Waltz of the Flowers. So your heart might slow down. But music can also help you in times of stress or sadness or when you're just genuinely overwhelmed. Music is a distraction and could be used to help relieve stress or you know, give you something to focus on if you're having an anxiety attack, because you could focus on the rhythm, the tempo, the choruses, and the different patterns and pieces of music to help you calm your nervous system. Like, for me, I count how many times a certain song says the title of the song, or how many times a specific chord is played, or how many eight counts the whole song is, so it's just general stuff like that. Music also gives people a sense of release. For example, you can express more emotions through music and poetry than you can through just words spoken aloud, because in Cyrano, a musical that is very near and dear to my heart, the main character, Roxanne, talks about how she just needs more and it's she gets more through the poetry and the letters that this person is writing to her but then when she meets him in person it's just it's not enough and she sings this whole song about how like just saying i love you doesn't mean anything when you have words like or phrases like how she how they could hear her voice in her head in their head when she's nowhere around so sometimes words just aren't enough when you have things like music and poetry in season 1 episode 21 of Gilmore Girls love love daisies and troubadours Rory Gilmore says, sometimes you have something you need to say, but you can't because the words won't come out, or you get scared, or you feel stupid. 
but if you could write a song and sing it, then you could say what you needed to say, and it would be beautiful, and people would listen, and you wouldn't make a complete idiot out of yourself. So, obviously, the context is a little bit different, but the basis is that music ties people together because in this quote Rory is very clearly going on about how since some people either aren't brave enough or poetic enough to say certain things they don't think they'll be able to get a certain message across but at the same time she's also saying that music is a way that messages get across while also being beautiful and not making people feel like complete idiots of themselves. Now moving on to books, in an article about how reading is good for your mental health, the article states that it can reduce stress, quoting, reading can even relax your body by lowering your heart rate and easing the tension in your muscles. A 2009 study at the University of Sussex found that reading can reduce stress by up to 68%. Now... For anyone who isn't as much of a reader as I probably am, this might not seem like such a huge deal, but just try it. When you're really stressed one day, pick up a book, any book, preferably one that has some story or that interests you, because if you read a book that's like you're like, what the hell is, am I reading? It's not going to do anything. (laughs) But reading provides an escape. Like, I always say that reading can take you to different worlds, times, places, and, like, different experiences. Like, I could say that I have been to Paris in... 1980-something all because of a book I read, or I could say that I know what the world could be like if this happened or what a possibility of it is, all because I read a book. Because reading takes us out of our world and into different worlds, if that makes any sense. I feel like that makes no sense. But if you, when, sorry, when you're watching something, you're already given the visuals, so you can't, you see things the way the creator wants you to see them, whereas through books, the author gives you the basis of what it is, and your brain does the rest which I think is just so it's it's so powerful and interesting to me that you could say certain things and your brain just takes it you know really quickly I'm gonna derail the uh, topic of the of this podcast episode for a little bit to explain a fun little fact about me so when I read I can't see mental images. I have a thing called aphantasia, or aphantasia, and basically it's the inability 
to form mental images of objects that aren't present. So, basically, there's a whole test of, like, on a scale of 1 to, like, 10, you could see how how strong your aphantasia is. Mine apparently is a 10 because I can't see shit. It's just all black. <clears throat> like, if you were to ask my mom to close her eyes and picture something... Actually, let's let's all do it. Let's all do it for anyone who's willing to. If not, you can just laugh at me while I try and explain this. Um, close your eyes and think of... I'm gonna say... A heart. So most people will get the anatomically incorrect shaped heart, you know, and sometimes it'll be in black and white, but then you could tell people to make it 3D or change the color of it to bright pink or make it anatomically correct. Well, for me, I can't do that. As hard as I want, it doesn't work. So actually, um, I'll explain that in another episode. We'll dive a bit more into my aphantasia. Basically, reading and music are very good for your mental health. Reading gives us opportunities to identify with others. It makes us more understanding, provides healthy escapes, and it actually increases empathy for some reason, which is really cool. Um, it relieves stress. It obvi- it imp- Okay, so in this episode, we talked about how music and books impact and affect our mental health. I talked a little bit about my aphantasia and how I can't see shit in my mind's eye. Um, so that was fun, but I think we're going to end the podcast episode here. You can find me on Instagram at tucker.ritter2018, DM me for suggestions, comments, etc. And I hope you enjoyed this episode and hope you join me again next week. Bye!